Dragons. Welcome to episode five of ISB's Breathing Fire podcast. Today we've got our special guests here at the table with us representing the performing arts this time. Just growing through um, being part of the primary school choir, then to middle school, then high school. It's a really nice progression. And also um, being in the choir here also has different opportunities to be part of um, this organization called AMI. I, I, I just don't do as much classical as I do jazz. But the professional came in and he kind of taught me how to, how to do it the kind of classical way, which really opened my mind to using different techniques. In terms of co-curricular performing ensembles, we have about 15 uh, at okay. the school for students. Then the samba band uh, usually performs at separate, but because that's not really something you want to have at a at a sit-down formal concert, that's more suited to things like the back-to-school barbecue, the international festival, maybe some scope for athletics, although <laughs> we then have to figure out how the samba whistle for the leader and the referee's whistle would work together, but that's, that's a conversation for another time. Okay, Dragons, welcome to episode five of ISB's Breathing Fire podcast. Today we've got our special guests here at the table with us representing the performing arts this time. And so let's dig in and see what we can find out. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm going to ask you to each introduce yourselves first. Maybe tell us your name, grade you're in, how long you've been at ISB, and then your role in the performing arts up to now. So my name is Kiara. I'm in grade 11. I think this is my 10th year at ISB. Oof, double yeah, digits. It's been a long time. Yeah. And I've been in the performing arts since I came to school in grade two. I've been in a lot of musicals, um, grade three, grade four, grade five, and even this year and last year here in high school. Okay, took a break in middle school? Yeah, okay. it just because it was more plays and I just more like the music aspect of musicals, so cool. I took a little break. Okay. Um, I'm Seb. I'm in grade 10. I play double bass. I'm part of a few of the jazz bands and orchestras at the school. Um, I, I actually remember my my first day in the school. I, I, I've been here about four years. Um, a music teacher came up to me and asked me to be in the orchestra. So it's, it was it was a very welcoming environment. Did they know you so played? Yeah, they, 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 they knew I played before I came. Okay. Then. Somebody so. whispered in their ear and they went to recruit you. Huh? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. And I'm William Norris. I'm the Director of Performing Arts here at ISB. This is my 12th year at the school. Um, I work across all three campuses, um, across all of the co-curricular music and theater uh, events, helping to coordinate and bring these performances to life. And I'll say up front, you do a fantastic job, and I appreciate working with you. Mr. Norris and I work together, for those of you who don't know, um, we work together pretty closely to make sure that these programs run as smoothly and as possible and as good as it can be for the student experience. So. If I'm hearing this correctly, we've got more of a performing arts from a musicals, acting kind of thing, and then more of a musician kind of thing. Do yeah. either of you ever like cross over and do some of the other stuff? I'm also pretty involved in just different music ensembles, okay. notably choir, also since two or three years in samba band. So cool. also the music aspect. Tell me more about the samba man. What's, what's that about? I'm being of Latin origins. Uh, <laughs> it just kind of catches my attention. Well, samba band, we just... It's just a group of students, and we play different just rhythms with different samba instruments, notably drums and percussion, and 
Yeah. Mr. Norris, is this what I hear in my office? Yep, it's what makes the papers on your desk jump up and yeah. down. Yeah, most probably. I love it. It's great. It was it was actually established during COVID. You know, we were told that we couldn't sing at one point. We couldn't play wind instruments, um, and I I will never forget that final choir rehearsal we had before we were told that we wouldn't have choir anymore for the foreseeable future. And and it was tremendously frustrating for everybody. Um, and I I went back to my office and in a in a in a fit of great despair I ordered a set of samba drums because I knew that we could still hit things and not break the rules. <laughs> Uh, as long as we kept social distancing and, and mask wearing and everything. And so that's really how the Samba group actually began. It was during COVID, out of COVID restrictions, because it was something we could still do. Um, and that group has continued to thrive since COVID. So that was one of the good things, perhaps, that came out of that whole experience, which was otherwise really nasty for the performing arts to, to go through, and indeed for so many parts of school life. Yeah, innovation comes from necessity. Yeah. So we, we actually crossed paths in the new Pippin musical. Mm-hmm. That was this past fall, right? Yep. yep. Yes. You, you were one of the main parts, I remember. And yes. I was in the orchestra, in the live orchestra. Okay, so that's kind of where it can come together, I guess, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going back to the Samba Band real quick, because you said it's new. New is, is, is it mean, one 20, of the new er? 2020. One, yeah, yeah, one of the new er ensembles. Yeah, that I would say here? so. Yeah. yeah. And how many people are involved in that? Oof. Oh. I'd say around 10 students, maybe 10 possibly 15 i'm not sure it's an ensemble for students and teachers okay so yeah i'd say around 10 students maybe five teachers okay and do you find like these ensembles like either do they maintain do they recruit people like we're trying to recruit people okay we have expanded our group this year as well at the beginning of the year we were like i don't know seven students this year at the end right now we are 10 12 so it's growing great so if you'd like to beat on instruments that make beautiful sounds um you know who to come see now that's right there's yes. thursday lunch times thursday exactly. at lunch Look all at comers that. yeah yeah um so you know i know that that's just one of many ensembles how many do we like have like I, that i have no idea about honestly i know there's a lot of them but i don't know like the numbers or the different ones maybe you can share what your part i know you might you know the numbers and then maybe what you guys are a part of and how that looks or so if you want to go first, Mr. Norris. Sure, yeah. I mean, for our winter and summer concerts, typically we have about 12 different ensembles participating across the middle in the senior school. Okay. And then we have another three or four that are in the junior school that perform at other events. So in terms of co-curricular performing ensembles, we have about 15 uh, at okay. the school for students. Then the samba band uh, usually performs. That's separate but because that's not really something you want to have at a at a sit-down formal concert that's more suited to things like the back-to-school barbecue the international festival maybe some scope for athletics although we then have to figure out how the samba whistle for the leader and the referee's whistle would work together but that's that's a conversation for another time perhaps um so yeah that's that's really the the number of different uh, groups and then typically across for example the middle and senior school at a one of our um, winter or summer concerts you'd have probably somewhere in the region of 200 students uh, performing at one of those events so it's pretty high involvement overall Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. Favorite ensemble you've been a part of so far? Oh, uh, tough one. Probably, probably Instant Orchestra. I really love it. It's um, it's an orchestra, and we meet. What is it? Maybe two weeks before the winter or the summer concert. We have about four rehearsals, um, and then we just go and play at the at the concert. It's quite a it's quite a unique experience. Um, so you just go play like are you given like one piece of sheet music? Do you is it a freestyle like? A, it's usually yes. three pieces of music. Okay. And then um, we we have about two weeks to practice them at home, and then we all come into school and then uh, 
have about four rehearsals before the summer concert. Yeah. So yeah. it's all, it's sometimes quite rushed, but you know, in a good way. You know, so what is it that you like about it? I, I, I like the community that we've made, you know, everyone's all really happy to be there and it's, you know, playing together is always really fun. Um, yeah, yeah. How many people are in the instant orchestra, roughly? Maybe on average 60, 70, about yeah. that, 670. So. Yeah, fitting all that in uh, in a kind of medium-sized music room is not easy. In four rehearsals to perform yeah. publicly? Yeah. Oh, amazing. That's fantastic, actually. How about you? What's your favorite ensemble that you're a part of? I'd probably say choir because I just like singing in general, and I find it it's my main instrument, if you would call it yeah, that. It's an, it's an instrument. It is. And, yeah, just growing through um, being part of the primary school choir then to middle school then high school it's a really nice progression and also um being in the choir here also has different opportunities to be part of um this organization called AMI mm -hmm. which is just honor choirs which is also for different orchestras but I've been part of the AMI honor choirs um I think this year I went to my fourth AMI honor choir this one was okay. the first time being for high school in um Muscat, Oman. Mm. It went during the Fasnacht break. Okay. It was really fun. Awesome. And so, yeah, just general community and choir, everyone singing together, just no stress. Is AMI like an acronym or is that the yes. word? What does it stand for? It stands for the Association of Music of International Schools. Okay. Cool. So it's a very prestigious just is this honor. a global thing? Is this a European thing? I mean, I it was in it's Oman. Global. It's a so it's a global organization. Yeah. Global. Do you, do you remember Kiara or Seb? Because Seb has actually been involved in the Ami Jazz Festival at yeah. the beginning of last academic year. Do you, either of you mem remember why it's called Ami? Because A M I S, you would think it might be Amos, but Amos. They, they're yeah. very very um, specific about calling it Ami. Do you remember why? Because of the French word, sure. which is which means friends, in French. So the idea is to create ah, friends through music making, hence ah. why it's Ami. Um, yeah. So yeah. in Spanish, Ami, go. Got it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Connecting exactly. dots here. This is what we do. Okay, cool. So Ami International. Oh, I had, this is what I was going to ask you. So choir. Yes. Do you have any like choir mates, partners? What do we call them? First of all, for me. Fellow singers? I don't fellow, know. Do you have any yes. fellow singers that have been with you since junior school that are still with you since junior school i'm not sure from middle school definitely okay. i have some close friends we like two or three people we've stuck together and we've been in choir since middle school okay so from cool. junior school maybe one person but i'm not sure if she was part of choir middle in primary school okay no well i mean the nature of international schools is that there's turnover yeah but exactly that's why i wanted at 10 years you i was hoping there'd be a couple that have been there a little while with you so that's good to hear mm -hmm. as well so speaking about internationally you went to Oman, you just told me with yes. Ami. Where else have you guys been able to travel to? Um, you I, know, within the, with with the performing arts department. I went to Aberdeen in Scotland for the jazz Ami festival, uh, but it's just crazy because it's so it's so worldwide. So you go to Aberdeen, which is kind of on the coast of Scotland, and I was meeting people from London, from Bangkok, from anywhere. So mm -hmm. yeah. that's what gives you a chance to kind of expand your mm. your network, mm. yeah, or your your Instagrams or your Snapchat. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, and so does the AMI, is there like a Swiss AMI or is there like, because like, like with the sports side of things, we have our more local hmm. conferences or organizations that we're part of and then we have more international, right? And so is AMI 
is there like a Swiss section of AMI or is it just a global thing and you all come together once a year or is it multiple times a year? How does all that work? It's a global organization and they're beginning to regionalize it a little bit just from a sustainability and travel mm. and logistical standpoint. So for example, the festival that Chiara mentioned in, in Oman this year, next year they're splitting that into two festivals and they'll have one located in Asia and one located in Europe. So it makes it a little bit easier for the, the schools in those regions to bring students to, to those events okay. uh, from a logistical standpoint. That being said, ISB is actually at the forefront of a new SGIS arts group. Um, Miss Rodriguez, the, the art teacher here, and I are both on the um, steering committee, the executive committee for that. Um, and one of the events that we're doing next year for the first time is an SGIS symphony orchestra, cool. um, which hopefully Seb will be uh, involved in on, on the double bass. And that's going to yeah. take no place pressure. In, in, uh, in early November. So we're very excited because that's the first event of its kind here in in Switzerland, at least for some time, certainly since my time uh, began here in, in Basel. So we're looking forward to trying to build some more links because there are so many international schools here and we can create really wonderful possibilities within Switzerland as well as further afield. So more chances to perform, more chances to connect here a little closer, right? Exactly. Yeah. What are the What's the frequency looking like roughly? Like, is it something that happens each semester with the SGIS? Is it just something that people will raise their hands, schools will raise their hands and be like, hey, we want to host something? What does that kind of look like? Yeah, I think, I mean, with something like this symphony orchestra that we're establishing, I think we're hoping it will become an annual event. Um, you don't want to oversaturate as well. That's the, we, we've all got such busy uh, schedules and, and calendars. Um, but then there is scope for other things. So this is a high school symphony orchestra. So why don't we start maybe the following year some sort of middle school um, instrumental ensemble or a theater uh, initiative as well. So there, there are lots of possibilities. In visual art, we already had a traveling art exhibition this year where schools from um, several different international schools uh, in, in SJS they submitted artworks which then toured the different schools and, and were exhibited there, which was great. It was, it was a really fantastic initiative, and that's going to happen again next year. So it'd be great to see more of that happen in, in music, again, right the way down from senior through to middle school and junior school, okay. um, yeah, in music and in, and in theater. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, would that be like something that's competitive or is just go and like share? Because I've been part of organizations in Asia where they different ensembles went to compete amongst like the choir competition or, you know, uh, sheet music reading, improv composition, uh, competition, mm -hmm. things like that. I don't know if that's what SGS is looking at or is it just more of a get out and share and be together kind of situation. I think it's maybe more of the latter. Um, I think... What I like about the AMI festivals is that you compete against other people from around the world to get in, but once you're there, it's a sharing experience. And there might be an aspect of competition. Um, I know for the choir uh, festival and perhaps maybe for the jazz festival as well, I'm not sure, there are opportunities for solos, and then you can audition for solos. So there's sometimes some, some inter-festival competition, but it's usually done in a very friendly and, and open manner. Okay. Um, but I, I like that balance. You know, We're providing something that's, that's there for, for musicians who really want to push themselves, but once they're there, it's about the music making and the, the unity that comes from that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, just from my experience, I don't know if people know this, but I don't know how much I shared this. So I played piano and trumpet growing up coming through school, and I was also part of the choir. Um, so I do sing a little bit in the shower now, but not publicly often. Um, so, yeah, this is where my questions are kind of coming from. Um, again, there's the competitive parts of it. I, I loved the get-to-know-you parts of it. Um but how does that come back to like what how, how do you guys prepare for that i guess is really like do you just prepare to play or do you like 
do you have competitions? First of all, I guess is my first question. Are there competitive events? At, at ISB, there are. There's the, there's the music competition okay. which happens annually. Okay. Um, it's for I think it's classical musicians, mm -hmm. and then uh, mm -hmm. they I think it's the final. They have the kind of initial period where they find six finalists, and then they compete at the end. And usually a, a professional comes in to okay. adjudicate them. Okay. Well, that's where I, I guess that's kind of where I was hoping this went, because I remember being a part of workshops when I was at these events, whether they were competitive or non-competitive. I don't know how they, that even happens anymore, if that's still like a regular thing where you can go and meet with like a professional and get some feedback and um, get some tips and listen to some things. So I don't know if that's still part of what you guys experience when you go out on these trips or these events. Um, but if you do, I'd love to hear some more about that. Professionals, do you mean at, at AMI or, or? At AMI or at any of these other competitions you might go to where they have like pe like guest speakers that come and share their experiences with the musicians or with the actors or the singers or whatever the case is. So I suppose like your conductors or your, your workshop leaders at AMI would be one thing. Yep. Um, yeah. um, I don't think, did either of you, I don't think either of you have been soloists in the music competition at this stage yet, no. but you know, you, you've been to music competitions, so you've seen the feedback right. that those adjudicators give, so you could talk about that. Um, Symphony Orchestra Basel, people coming in to work with the instant orchestra, which you mentioned. So I'll just leave you with those ideas and yeah. let you run with them. Let, flesh those out a little bit. Yeah, with the, with the instant orchestra um, that I was talking about earlier, there are usually two professionals from the Basel Symphony Orchestra mm. that come in and help. So okay. there's usually one for the kind of wind and brass section and then one for the strings. Okay. And then they give kind of specific feedback on technique and kind of... So I, 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 I think that's quite, quite helpful to get that specific feedback from someone that, you know, well, they, they, they really know how to play. They, yeah. they know the industry. They know everything. So yeah, they're at the highest level, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, cool. What about your experience with that? Well, my experience would be more towards AMI, and the professionals would be, in this case, the conductors, who are just professional conductors who come from okay. different schools. This year we had um, a conductor from a university being our conductor for our choir, very professional. And it was it's really a nice experience to just get this professional advice and just techniques different like ways of thinking about different like vocal techniques like how to do different things which you wouldn't normally get out of different like experiences so looking back on those experiences and those moments what are some things that you learned that you still use and you're like oh i still remember that from you know that person telling me or whatever the case is i definitely use a lot of different vocal techniques that i've learned in different armies across the years especially for breathing and just general like mouth shapes it's gonna sound weird but just like Makes general sense. mouth shapes yeah. for singing for to get a different tone or just mood in general just singing okay um i i play a lot of jazz so i'm usually playing with, without a bow but okay. when i when you play classical music when you when you're playing without the bow there's a certain technique that you're supposed to use that i'm not very good at because okay. i'm i'm just I, I i i just don't do as much classical as i do jazz um but the professional came in and he kind of taught me how to, how to do it the kind of classical way, which really opened my mind to using different techniques. Sure. Cool, that's great. So there's opportunities still to pr improve and grow. It's not just like go and perform, yeah, right? You get oh, to definitely. interact with, with higher level musicians or higher level singers or whatever the case is to, to kind of help you hone your own craft. And so that's good. That's good to hear. Again, fire, the eye, improvement. 
a big part of that. Like, I'm a big fan of the improvement part. So, like, the fact that you guys get the chance to do that, mm-hmm. like, that's great. Mr. Norris, are you going to jump in there? Well, often we've talked, uh, you know, off podcast about the similarities between our disciplines, between sports, athletics, and, and music. And I'm often saying this to students. Of course, there are big differences between the two as well. But uh, I think the, the, the FIRE um, acronym certainly can be applied uh, very much in, in what we do in the performing arts as well. There are definite um, crossovers there. Um, but, you know, I was also going to say Basel is just a wonderful hub for, for music making. And um, there are just so, there's so much expertise in this city for, for music and for theater. Um, we've got this partnership with Symphony Orchestra Basel. We've got a partnership with Theater Basel. We've been on backstage tours there and we had special ticket offers for students and staff. Um, so that's been really, really great. Um, we also had that workshop, I just remembered with the Reinach Choir. Do you remember with David Lawrence? Yes. Um, when he came into our choir in the first semester, and, and just he was a, he's a very, very well-known professional choir conductor in the UK and, and gave us an hour's workshop, which was, which was absolutely fantastic. Oh, and definitely. that link came from actually a competitive aspect of AMI, which okay. is the, the solo and ensemble competition. We actually submitted a video of the Reinach Choir performing, and we had feedback from three professional conductors, one of whom was this this person David Lawrence who then happened to be coming to Basel and we were able to establish that link uh, in person so that's great yeah so how often do you guys go to go watch or listen to performances here in Basel not as often as I would like to okay tell me I more I don't typically go to performances even though I would really like to mainly because of the language barrier mm. because I don't really speak German or understand German and Swiss German Let's not even talk about it. <laughs> so that's kind of always a, a barrier for me to just go and watch just plays or any like musical performance. However, when I go traveling, I always try to go and just see okay. either a musical or just a recital or something. Okay. So I, I, I actually really value you know, going to watch people because I, I feel like I learn a lot and it kind of broadens my musical horizons. Uh, and I um, so I I, I, I I sometimes go to the to watch this symphony orchestra in Basel and other orchestras in Basel, and um, there's al- I also go watch um, concerts sometimes at the jazz campus in Basel, which is a great place to go. You know there there are so many professionals for for music in Basel. It's kind of everywhere. So. That's great. No, yeah, de- Basel's definitely might have been around the world a couple of times. I feel like. But Basel is very, very arts inclined. Mm. Um, and I think it's great. I think it's probably great for you guys um, as well. It sounds like you're, you do take advantage, maybe not as much as you'd like mm-hmm. to or want to, but that's mm-hmm. okay. You still take advantage of it. Looking back now, because you said you've been, you've seen a lot of productions or done a lot of things. What's your favorite production? Either that you've been a part of or that you've watched? Oh, I couldn't mm. say. Honestly, there's just think. so many. Have a think. I don't know. Favorite production ever? I don't think I could say. Give me two or three. Mm. <laughs> I honestly don't know. There's just so many. I really like, um, I remember one production I've seen in London, okay. I think last year was okay. it? Um, the Lion King. Okay. It was beautiful. I really, really loved that one. It was just. What was it about? Well, just the Disney Lion King, just the general story of Simba. Yeah, I think everyone knows the story of The Lion King. But I've never seen the production. I hadn't either. That okay. was my first time, and it was really just beautiful. The way they did all the animals, the really organic just movements and everything, especially Pride Rock. I don't know how they fit that. It was just a <laughs> massive thing just coming out of the ground. I don't know how they did it. It was really magical. Well, they did their job then because mm-hmm. left you wondering and 
clearly you, you would go back and see it again. Huh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So they did their job. How about you, Seth? Favorite, favorite concert? Favorite? Yeah. Would you say worldwide? You can define it. I, I went to New York about two or three weeks ago. Um, and obviously the jazz scene in New York is amazing. You know, there are just musicians everywhere. So I, I went to go see my favorite double bass player um, called Christian McBride. And I, I, I went to one of the famous jazz clubs there to go watch him. So that's, that's awesome. So you got, you got the chance to see one of your favorites yeah. live. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Mr. Norris, I'm going to ask you slightly different. Same question, but slightly different. In your time here, what's been one of your favorite performances that we've put on? Ooh. That's a that's a very interesting question because obviously there are, there are students watching potentially and uh, we're not asking favorite students. No, no, no. I, uh, clearly production. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean there are a number of ones that jump out. Uh, it's hard to to narrow down. I mean uh, you know this this uh, past show this year that we did in the senior school um, Pippin was just really fascinating musically. It was really interesting, like uh, conducting mm -hmm. the orchestra. I really enjoyed the, the music for it. It had a very 70s kind of sound, but it was still quite classically orchestrated in some ways. And, and uh, you know, the songs were great. The story and the way that and the music were entwined was really, really interesting. And, and I just found it a very almost academically stimulating show to conduct. It was a very interesting piece of piece of theater. Um, and uh, both Seb and, and Chiara were involved in the orchestra and on stage uh, in, in that production. So that was a really enjoyable one. Um, other memorable productions. I mean, I, I can jump back ten years when we did Fiddler on the Roof. I mean, that was a, that's a wonderful story. Again, a wonderful show with with um, just absolutely beautiful Kletzmer music um, as it follows the story. And, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll never forget doing that production as as well. So, and those are a couple of musicals that spring to mind. Um, but but honestly, after twelve years here, you know, when I think back to all the summer and winter concerts and the music competitions, the choral extravaganza is always a really special event. Um, there are just so many, and there each one is special in its own way. I, I know that yeah, might sound very cliched, but no. you know, after after a performance, you always find things that are unique. You know, I've done now twelve winter concerts at at ISB. Um, and each one, when I go back and I look at the program, I've kept all the programs for these over the years, and when you go back occasionally, you see these programs from a concert nine years ago, it brings back unique memories. You see a student name and somebody maybe who you've not thought of for a while, and you think, oh yeah, that person played this piece, or, or whatever it might be. Um, and that's, I think, what's so wonderful about um, the work we all do, students and staff in the performing arts, is that every day is different, and every day brings new challenges and new, joy, new joys, um, and those are manifested in rehearsal and in performance. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, if you're curious about mine, favorite production is probably Wicked, um, mm. that I've seen on a professional level, only because it has the different perspective. Mm. Right, and so I'd never thought about that perspective. I think that's what arts do, is make you think a little bit, right, depending on how it's portrayed. Pippin I loved in the fall. I loved the, the way that the show played out with the stage kind of jutting out in that U shape, which is, for a school, not typical. Um, it's usually mm -hmm. on the stage and you stay on the stage kind of situation. So I was fascinated by the whole thing. Um, and I know that's a, a full team effort of adults and students and, and everybody behind the scenes. So. While we're talking about it, thank you everybody for that. Um, I enjoyed it as, as just a audience member, not even just a, a school member, so mm -hmm. uh, I appreciate that. Um, we always kind of talk about next steps, and while I, I'm sure you can't give me the name or the idea of what's coming up um, for next productions, 
what are some productions that you would like, without naming what is coming up, that you'd be interested in doing here at the school that would be, you know, of interest that maybe we need to level up a little bit and maybe get some new equipment for or whatever. But, you know, it's like, man, I've always wanted to do this one, but we just for some reason haven't been able to. Is there anything that kind of calls you? I, I think something where maybe maybe the audience is involved would mm. be really interesting, kind of getting people on stage or maybe kind of getting people up singing and dancing and stuff. I, I think that'd be really interesting. Mm. Mm -hmm. Pippin had a little bit of that, didn't it? There was that bit. one a audience bit, participation yes. number, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah. So some more mm. of just pulling people out of the crowd and getting yeah. them involved. Yeah. Have you seen something like that, Miss Norris, where we can... Yeah, I mean, I saw a show in London in the West End called um, Once, and uh, it was uh, it was very interesting. When you walked into the theater at the start, you know, half an hour before to take your seat, the stage area was a bar. I mean, that was the set, but the audience could go up on stage and actually buy a drink and sit at the bar. And ah. then as you sat there, about 15 minutes before the show started, the cast came on stage, and they sat down at these different instruments and started having a jam session as if you were in a rural pub somewhere in Ireland, which is where the show was set. Um, and so that was a really unique experience to kind of cross that audience performer divide. Um, maybe so. we'll, maybe we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah. We'll see. How about you, Karen? Anything that like you wish we could do or sing or? Mm. Honestly, a musical I would really, really want to do would be Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Not be, I, we didn't do it just because of any logistical, like not just, errors just yeah. we couldn't do it possibly it's just i don't know why we've never done it and i just think that it's really a nice story and just the music is beautiful and it's one that i would really like to do you're back on this disney thing huh yeah <laughs> my daughter's the same way she loves all these disney things always yeah. my daughter's older too she's not like little she still loves all these disney oh things. it sticks <laughs> forever disney's great yeah why not it is yeah so we've come to the part of the show we're starting to start wrapping this up and you guys have been fantastic. You've been awesome, giving us some insight um, into the program, some of the different things that we do here at ISB that we're a part of. Um, you make me want to come out and maybe break out my trumpet again tonight, or sing, yeah, as you should. sing to myself in the mirror. I which which group should he join? The staff ensemble. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We have a staff ensemble called Rest in Time. You should actually you should absolutely join. Another ensemble. Just yes. pulling them out of the woodwork here. <laughs> exactly. Right. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I got to work on the muscles in here. But yeah. Well, it, it's called Rust in Time for a reason, uh, Coach Vic. Yeah, you've, you've just qualified yourself for touché. it. So. I'm in. <laughs> so go. I'm going to give everybody, what we do is at the end, we give everybody a chance to shout out somebody or a teacher or a friend, parents, whatever you want. We'll direct you to that camera right there. And you can send your shout outs and your messages to whoever you'd like to send them to. I'll just turn it over. Whoever wants to go first, there's no order here. Go for it. Okay, I'll go for it. Well, shout out to all my friends, my family, my wonderful teachers, and yeah, you guys are awesome, and let's go. Let's survive the IB diploma. <laughs> uh, I'd also like to give a shout out to my friends. Uh, the IB diploma is gonna be really hard. Good and, luck uh, with that one. I hope you stick with me <laughs> throughout it, yeah. Yeah, and I'd just like to shout out all of the performing arts uh, students and staff here um, at ISB, not just in the senior school, but middle school and junior schools. A huge number of us involved, and I think we bring a lot of joy to one another and to our school community. So let's, let's keep doing that. And like Mr. Norris alluded to it, breathing fire isn't just a sports thing. It's something we can all do, and I appreciate you guys for doing that. Those of you watching, thanks for tuning in. And as always, keep breathing fire. <laughs>